welcome to Music City, the National Daily Podcast. I meant uh, I'm Stuart Deming, your host for today. And joining me today in studio is the director of operations for Exploratours.com, Michael Higdon. He's been on the show a few times. Michael, good morning. Welcome back to the show. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by ExploreTours.com. If you want to learn about the city of Nashville, come take a walking tour with us. You can use the code ND10 to take 10% off the Nashville History Walking Tour. If you're watching on another screen, you can scan that QR code with your phone and you'll head straight to that website so you can book your ticket today. We have dates available until the end of July, and then we're going to be adding August and September dates very soon. But we want to give a few updates on what's happening on the back end uh, with the company. We are going tomorrow to a private waterfall, and we're we're scouting the location, and we're going to hopefully uh, be securing this location for our waterfall tours. Uh, with the state of Tennessee, we're still waiting for permits and all that stuff. So, of course, that, that could be a long time coming before we go to state mm-hmm. waterfalls, state operated waterfalls. Uh, but we have a private waterfall that we're going to tomorrow, and we're going to scout the location. We're going to do the hike. We're going to do the whole gamut, uh, see the experience. They also offer us a bag lunch, which is fantastic. Exactly. I don't know if you can beat that. You get a bag lunch plus a waterfall plus all the other amenities that they have at this little private place. Oh, yeah. No, I'm totally looking forward to uh, just being able to see if this is something that we can add to the uh, Explore repertoire for the tours. Just because, I mean, one, it'll just be in a, such a unique experience because we'll be one of the only places that you can go to this waterfall. Yep. Like, go and visit and see, like, if you wanted to actually be able to have a truly unique experience from a waterfall tour perspective because it's such a, it, it's a private location. So the, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward just to seeing and hearing your report. Cause I unfortunately won't be able to be there. I just, I looking forward to like seeing what your report comes back and you know what that looks like, you know, cause that's just, I think that that's going to be a ton of fun if we can add that in. And it sounds like you're going to be working with some really good people over there too. Yeah. It's in the, the place that we're going to is open to the public. You have to pay of course. to get into yeah. there. Um, we're not going to reveal that location. That, that location is going to be revealed on our tour website. But the cool thing is, is we're going to be providing transportation from Nashville to this waterfall. And so that's really exciting as well. Uh, so head over to ExploreTours.com to book your tickets for the Nashville Walking Tour, the History and Hogs Tour, uh, the Waterfall Tours coming up. Uh, we have more hopefully coming soon. We're bringing on additional guides right now. So yep. we're, we're still we're still in a very rough startup. Oh, yeah. Right now. Oh, yeah. It's- uh, my wife described it as you're a calf becoming a cash cow. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. And I mean, it's, it's exciting. There's just a lot of growing pains for sure too, but it's, it's, it's going to be a really fun and exciting next couple of months. Uh, as we continue, as you're saying, adding these navigators and the, you know, these extra guides and, um, just continuing to build our repertoire and, you know, uh, of just different tours that we can do that just, you can't, you can't match that experience with other tour companies that are just, it's just, we're, we're working on trying to make sure everything stays super unique yep. and which is going to be so much fun. And that, that's one thing we are excited to offer is very unique experiences of middle Tennessee. Uh, there's a lot in the works. We're going to keep some of that behind the wall right now. Of course. Uh, we are getting a new office space, we are, um, we are. Which, I, which is awesome as well. Uh, it's going to be a combination for the media company and the tour company. Uh, but this office space is going to have a nice little entrance. It's going to have a little storefront. Like it's go- it's going to be awesome. We're super excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, all of that information will come out once it's we're there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we wanted to talk about this topic 
Over the last three or four weeks, Aaron and I have been asked probably close to 15, maybe even 20 times through DMs or directly in person about what to do for families in Middle Tennessee. So family-friendly activities. We've been asked that multiple times. And it's really fascinating because Nashville is a market that is not extremely family-friendly. Compared yeah, to, to compared enough. to Gatlinburg, mm-hmm. there's a there's no night and day difference. Like it's yeah. oh, like yeah. the like Gatlinburg is the premium family friendly destination mm-hmm. in Tennessee, and then I would even go out and say Chattanooga mm-hmm. has more family friendly focus than parts of Nashville. Most of East Tennessee has more family friendly focus than Nashville does. Nashville is kind of branded itself as kind of I mean, there's a reason why it's kind of the bachelorette party city. Uh, you know of of the country. It's that that's, it's become that kind of that destination. And then on top of that, you know, there's, there's just a lot of, uh, down the downtown atmosphere, which is very vibrant and very eventful is not really designed or catered towards families. It's yep. designed and catered towards singles and, you know, or just young adults, um, or just people that just want to get out and party and stuff like that, which there's a time and a place for all that stuff. But, but from a safety perspective, but f- yeah. going, going downtown is not the safest place to be. Absolutely for not. Not, not, absolutely not. And it's actually like I've, I've been to so many like innumerable concert concerts at like Bridgestone Arena and things like that. And or even just sporting events at Bridgestone Arena and like which is right there on the strip, right on Broadway. And, you know, you've got tens of thousands of people outside. You know, it's easy to lose lose a little one's hand you know, if they're walking around with you. And so it's just one of those things like there's that that's what I'm excited about for today is that we're going to be able to talk about other options than just taking your kids downtown um, to look at some family friendly opportunities just from a middle Tennessee perspective, but then also some other options outside of that. Well, I want to talk about this. So you, you grew up in this middle Tennessee market. Correct. And let's talk about your experience growing up here in Middle Tennessee and okay. what you did as a family. Yeah, so I was I was homeschooled uh, for the majority of my life. You weirdo! No, I'm I know. I'm I just I'm socially I'm, awkward, uh, awkward. So yeah, homeschooling is a good option. Uh, it it is, especially in today's world. Um, but my 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 mother, uh, she was very adamant in making sure that we um, didn't just get out and had a social life. But she she wanted to make sure that we like were our, our, our education and our experiences were diverse. Um, so we spent a lot of time going to different like civil war, um, plantations and, mm-hmm. and things like that, that just, that had, had guided tours. We, she would, uh, we would go on excursions, you know, to East Tennessee to do like just lazy river tubing, you know, where you just sit on a tube for a couple hours and just, you know, the benefit there is you're just socializing with a bunch of other people. Um, you're, you get to know an entire group of people that you just you never met until 30 minutes before that, before you hopped into the water. And so there's just there there was just a diverse of d- diverse level of just interaction that we would go through. And that's one of the things that we learned is that Nash- Nashville or Middle Tennessee and Tennessee in general had such a, um, a vibrant like culture from a standpoint of like what you can learn from a like a nature perspective, mm-hmm. but also from a historical perspective. And mm-hmm. my parents were very good at making sure that we, we stayed, uh, like active in that culture and continuously learning there. Um, especially because she realized that that was going to be a, I was going to stick with us better mm-hmm. than just sitting there and learning something out of a book because yep. reading out of a book. Great. 
but, but having seeing in person, seeing in person, a whole different getting, experience. getting that experience. I, my, I just give you like just an example of that. Like I, I didn't understand the breadth of the Battle of Franklin until we started driving around. And one one day we drive, drove around to the different battlefield spots and we had a tour guide that was literally just showing us like, this is what happened at this battlefield. And then we drive across town and this is what happened at this battlefield. Like it's the Battle of Franklin wasn't just one, you know, one little like incident that happened in the in the war. It was there was a lot of different things that happened. Well, so to, let's give a little bit more context yeah. to the Battle of Franklin. Um, so November 30th of 1864, uh, General John Schofield, he snuck his troops through the Confederate mm-hmm. defensive line down in Columbia, Tennessee on Highway 31. They literally snuck almost 50,000 soldiers through that line. Uh, they ended up in downtown Franklin. Mm-hmm. And in downtown Franklin, the bridges were either washed away or they were burnt down. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a lot of rain that happened that year. It was a lot of mud. And so they had to basically convert the railway bridge mm-hmm. to a bridge to accommodate uh, carts and humans and cannons to transfer. Because General Schofield with the Union Army was trying to get to Fort uh, Nagley mm-hmm. to defend the city of Nashville. John B. Hood, he was coming. He had the defensive line in Columbia. They, mm-hmm. the, as I said, the Union Army snuck through. And so Hood realized there's an opportunity to attack the Union Army. Uh, so at 4 p.m. on November 30th, uh, there was a two-mile def- line that mm-hmm. formed, and basically this was two miles of hand-to-hand combat at yep. parts, especially near where the Carter House was. Mm-hmm. 10,000 people uh, died in this battle. Yeah. Like, th- this was a very bloody battle. Uh-huh. Historians mm-hmm. say uh, it's the five bloodiest hours in American history. Mm-hmm. And it's it, it, there's just so much to this with the, the the Carter family being in the basement with Fountain Branch Carter and Todd Carter and all of these. There, there's so much stories. Mm-hmm. You need to head over to ExploreTours.com to learn those stories. I'm not going to reveal right. them all because, like, we're going to go to the battlefield. We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk about these characters, not these characters, th- these people that made these stories. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's so interesting. This was a nighttime battle. This was before daylight savings was really a thing. Exactly. In the United States. So there's just, there's so much context. Yeah. But, to see that context, you have to come see it in person. Exactly. And, uh, like, the, the cool thing about it is, like, Franklin has done such an amazing job at preserving those battlefields. And, yep. like, the, the... The Battle of the, Franklin Trust is one of the best... Oh, hands down. ...in the country. Like, I mean, the fact that you can literally even see the overlook yep. where they originally, like, were stationing their yep. initial attack. Right, from like, Col- on Columbia Avenue. Right, right, right on by Columbia. Yep. yep, right, right. You can literally just overlook, and it see, you can see all of downtown Franklin pretty much, which is just super cool. Mm-hmm. And so, that like, the fact that they've maintained that, you've got the Carter House, which, of course, they they, they blocked off. And I think there was even a place at one point, there was, like, um, there was a Pizza Hut that was on a historical lot. And they got rid of it. They, yeah, they yep. bought, the city bought it back out and tore that down. I don't think it was the city. It was oh, the Battle was, of was, Franklin was, Trust. Was, was it the Battle? Okay, mm-hmm. fair enough. So the they they bought it back out, tore it down, and they turned it back, back into, into part mm-hmm, of the battlefield. Which was which was awesome. And so, like, it's just, they, they clearly care a ton about mm-hmm. preserving history so that the future generations don't forget. Because yep. that's incredibly important. Because if we, if we forget, we're doomed to repeat. Exactly. 
And so the the really interesting thing, Battle of Franklin Trust, I, I know some people listen from the organization. Uh, you guys have done a great job. I love what you guys have done, especially for Ripavella and mm-hmm. everything that you guys have done. It's an amazing job. So that that is a, and one thing I say on the tours with the, the yeah. Explore tours is I say Nashville and Tennessee history are parallel with United States history. Yeah. And if it wasn't for some of these legendary Tennessee men and women, the United St- United States history would not be what it is. Correct. Yep. And so that that's very significant to learn. Uh, there's the Civil War battlefields. There's th- these these caves that you can tell stories and like there's just so mm-hmm. much. But let's get into some more of the. Let's talk about the free, of course, family friendly attractions, and then let's get into some of the paid family attractions. Okay. So this one is statewide. Mm-hmm. And this is free. This is the Tennessee State Parks. A hundred percent. So go go ahead and talk about. Yeah. That. So like that was one of the things that my parents loved to do. We would, and I, I mean, I looked forward to the 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 years that we would go to like uh, Fall Creek Falls, and we would go and camp out or grill out or whatever, and just go and hang out in the in the waterfalls and just play around. And I mean, as a kid, you know waterfalls even look even bigger and they're already big waterfalls so they look even larger when you're a child um but i mean just i remember just exploring those those trails and stuff like that with my dad and um and again it's it's all a part also about like that socialization thing you're there's a lot of other people a lot of other families that were there that i didn't know and we got to learn and meet those people and and again it's just it, it's a good ex- bonding experience for kids and p- their parents, but it's also a good socialization experience for the kids to get to know other other families from around the country. Because that's the thing, you're not just going to meet people that are just from Middle Tennessee, and and it's you know for an hour and a half drive, it's a phenomenal place and it's well worth the day trip, if not camping overnight. overnight. Yeah. And so the the cool thing about Tennessee State Parks is there's a handful of them where they mm-hmm. have lodges. Uh, that you can stay at, and that's it, it, it's relatively cheap, especially compared to Nashville hotel mm-hmm. rates. Oh yeah, on average during CMA Fest, I believe it was three hundred dollars a night for a Nashville hotel. Yep. Uh, but you can go stay at Fall Creek Falls. I think it's like one hundred and ten dollars. Yeah. Like very reasonable. It's a br- brand new. Yep. Uh, they have paid activities at some of these state parks. Mm-hmm. Um, so just head over to the Tennessee State Parks website. You can learn all about the fifty-seven state parks. Which in the next two years there's going to be sixty one, of course, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, so they are they are some of my favorite things to do uh, personally for myself as well. Uh, but another free activity that we have on this list is located in downtown Nashville in Germantown. This is the Tennessee mm-hmm. State Museum, mm-hmm. and this is one of the best. I would say this is one of the best museums in the country. It's one of my personal favorite museums. The Civil War collection that they have mm-hmm. is the largest in the world. Um, but that's not including all the kid-friendly things inside of the museum. Yep. Have you been to the Tennessee State Museum, the new one? I haven't been to the new one, no. I've been wanting to. It's been on my bucket list of things to do in Nashville. (laughs) With with Nashville updating so much so quickly, I'm just like, my goodness, I just, that list just gets longer. The the old museum, I've, I've, uh, when it was at the old museum at the the TPAC building, I think I've been to that museum like Mm -hmm. 25 times or something. Yeah, same here. It was good. Yeah. It was dated. Mm-hmm. It was very dated. But the new one, it's, it has interactive exhibits. Mm-hmm. It has incredible education opportunities. And the cool thing is, is it goes from, like, prehistoric timelines all the way to, like, modern. And it talks about, like, Tennessee sports mm-hmm. and all of these things. But the coolest thing is in the Civil War exhibit, there's this interactive touchscreen. And this is incredible for children. Uh, you get to go into all 95 counties of okay. the state of Tennessee 
and you can see what battles happened in that county, hmm. what soldiers came from that county. That's super cool. And they've done an incredible job That's archiving awesome. all all the information that they can. That's so um, awesome. It's it's just a great great museum. I would put it on put it on my list. Uh, it's one of my favorite things to do in Nashville. All right, so now let's get into this paid list. You the first thing that you brought up, Michael, was the Nashville Zoo. Let's Correct. talk about that. Yep. So the Nashville Zoo, I mean, just the I I I'm, when I was a kid, we went there all the time. Um, but since since I've you know grown up, they actually have added some phenomenal like membership. Op- opportunities mm-hmm. and options for families. Um, yeah, we, I, have, I have them pulled up right here. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, like, like, I mean, just just for you're looking at just a household of 165 dollars, like you know, one adult, one guest, and six up to six kids. Like, that's an that's an insanely good deal. Yep. Um, I mean, but even even but then, the, but then you even also get 10 percent on concessions, exactly 10% off of concessions, uh, one dollar discount on stroller and manual wheelchair rentals, mm-hmm. one dollar discount on zoo admission for additional desk. Like yeah. you get you get a so lot. much, and it's for an entire year, which and is then you awesome. also get discounted admission to over 170 zoos and aquariums nationwide. Yeah, exactly. And so like my we we went and uh, as a as uh, my my sister has four kids, and so. We we decided for her birthday we went and uh, as all siblings we went and uh, split a, a a pass a season mm-hmm. pass for for her and her kids and they've been like six times yeah. in in since March yeah like and I mean granted like you well, know and, the spring days like it's perfect it, yeah like it, it it's amazing the Z- Nashville Zoo um it's incredible I'm really excited to see when they're adding this safari experience that yeah. they've been talking about the last two years two or three years. Um, even the safari set, two adults and two a guest with six up to six children. That's yep. cool. But then you also have this add-on. You have an unlimited ride pass add-on mm-hmm. for sixty nine dollars for a one year membership. Mm-hmm. Like is that per person? But still, like that's that's great. So yeah. just being able to have those rides, everything. The zoo is great. My favorite thing still is uh, when you go into the male bathroom right at the entrance. Mm-hmm. And there's this giant snake looking at you. Of course. Uh, that, that's fun. And then there's uh, the female bathroom that has the little, like, finger monkeys. Of course. Super okay. cute, uh, adorable. But talking about cute animals, if you're looking for a great place, uh, this is down in Eagleville, Tennessee. Uh, this is Lucky Lad Farms. And we've talked about Lucky Lad Farms a lot here on this podcast. This is the largest petting zoo in the state of Tennessee. And this has been ranked the uh, number one kids' place in Tennessee by multiple publications. That's awesome. Um, so, Aaron, go ahead and show the, the website real quick. Uh, so they have the, the petting zoo portion. They have the farm fun park uh, with 60 acres. They have pony rides. They have adventure-type uh, stuff where you can learn. Uh, they have seasonal happenings. So they have the Sunflower Festival, which is massive. They have the Kids Construction Fun Fest. This was supposed to be super cool. They brought in all these excavators and dump trucks, and the kids were able to operate them. Mm. So that's a super that's unique awesome. experience. Uh, so great price points on this, too. Um, let's see. Plan your visit. All of these, let's see. I think the prices for this. Yeah, so like the uh, season pass is $180 for five family members. Okay. It is not showing me the price, but it, it, it's affordable. <laughs> it, it, it's extremely affordable. And then it's especially come the fall, they have some of the best fall activities for uh, family-friendly events. Uh, the next place that we wanted to talk about is Cheekwood. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael, what's your experience with Cheekwood? So it, it's it's relatively little in comparison to probably yours, um, but, I mean, it's just a beautiful botanical garden. I mean, it's just it's, it's 
just it's a it's it's one of those places that's it that you have to go to at least once mm -hmm. and um the fact that they've added these memberships especially for kids and stuff like that uh and just families is is incredible because it it encourages kids that's that was one of the things that like I, I didn't appreciate as much when my parents would take us to a botanical garden because I was just, I was like, I was a boy. I, was, I didn't care about flowers. Um, but now, like, I realize the, the importance of, like, what those, what, basically what they're trying to show us ecologically and what, you know, what Nashville and Tennessee or whatever city that you're going to that has a botanical garden, what they're trying to explain to you and show you. I remember going to one out in Portland, Oregon, and I was like, this is one of the most beautiful botanical gardens I've ever been to. And, and it just reminded me as like how, how special it is that those are places that we need to be frequenting so that we understand the, the ecology of in the environment that we, that we live in. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's really good for kids to like, just be able to experience that. And Sheikwood has done a phenomenal job at making it more kid friendly, yep. which is great. So they, they have an entire children's area now. Mm -hmm. They also have the train area where mm -hmm. these trains are going around. So it's very interactive now for kids. The cool thing about Sheikwood is they have these incredible summer camps, mm -hmm. uh, that are offering a lot of education. Uh, we can go ahead and show their membership plans. We have that pulled up already. Uh, so you can start off with an individual membership for $70 a year, and then you can work your way all the way to a family two plus two, so four people, uh, so $170 a year. Like, that's still extremely affordable Oh yeah. for a lot of people. Um, the, the headache for both the zoo and Cheekwood may be the travel distance from there because in parts of Nashville, mm -hmm. that could be 45 minutes to an hour of True. drive. Yep. Uh, to get to these things. But if you live near them or even if you're just w visiting these places mm -hmm. one-offs, like it's still a great experience for family-friendly activities. Uh, the next place we're going to talk about is closer to the airport. This is the Nashville Shores Lakeside Resort. That's right. And uh, they have a great season pass. Let me see if I can get back to it. Um, so $69 a person for their season pass. Mm -hmm. And then you get free parking if you purchase four or more. Uh, so this season pass includes free drive-in movies and fireworks, exclusive events, because I believe Nashville Shores does fireworks not every single Friday, but most Fridays. Yes. Uh, you can bring a friend uh, free tickets to use on select days. Uh, offer ends after Father's Day. So you only have this week to get this deal. Uh, but they have a treetop adventure park. They have the water park. They also have, uh, I think they have canoe rentals and mm -hmm. kayak rentals. They mm -hmm. have boat rentals. Yeah, they're uh, on the so beach. There's too. also jet ski rentals. Mm -hmm. So there's a ton to do at Nashville Shores. Um, so I would, I would recommend checking them out as well. All right. Now the next one that we're going to talk about is AdventureWorks. Uh, AdventureWorks has a few locations here in Middle Tennessee, and one of their locations is in North Nashville. And the, the really cool thing about this is this is really good for, like, team building activities, but, like, also just family-friendly activities. They have zip lines. Uh, they have so much that they offer at their parks. Uh, that's another great family-friendly attraction. Uh, the one I wanted to highlight again is this is in downtown Nashville. Mm -hmm. This is K1 Racing. Have you had a, an opportunity to go to one of these go-kart tracks? No. And it's I want so to go fun. so bad. It is so I fun. I love stuff like this. Uh, so they have a location in downtown Nashville, and you can go go-kart racing into electric go-karts. <sighs> and they go up to, I think it's 35 miles an hour, 30 <sighs> miles an hour. Uh, but the course is really fun. But they yeah. also have a kid-friendly course. Awesome. So it's a smaller track yeah. with smaller go-karts. 
that accommodates to the kids. So it's, it's just a lot of fun. They have a membership as well uh, that you can do. Um, all right, so next one, Nashville Paintball Incorporated. This one is not, like, for children under 10. This is for, like, no. children yeah. older than 10. Uh, but they have a incredible paintball field that you can do. Uh, they have a, you can rent the guns from them, the paintball mm-hmm. guns. Uh, speaking of guns, there's also the Nashville Airsoft, which is right next to the mm-hmm. K One's uh, racing track. So these are a few of the family friendly activities that you can do. But one thing I want to talk about is Storyville, and Aaron mm-hmm. and I have talked about this on the podcast a few times. This was a theme park announcement for the city of Nashville that came mm-hmm. out about three years ago, two or three years ago that this theme park was coming to Nashville. We don't have much information outside of this. We know mm-hmm. that they have purchased land, I believe, in Wilson County, mm-hmm. and they're hopefully going to be building their theme park. We don't have a timeline on this, mm-hmm. but in the next five to seven years, this could be a very realistic thing that Nashville, again, has a theme park. Did you, yeah. ever, did you ever have the opportunity to go to Opryland? No, I did not. Um, I was a little bit before my time, but my parents did, um, and they my they have some very interesting stories about that that theme park. But they were like they 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 told me that they weren't surprised that that one necessarily got shut down. Yeah, uh, just because it it wasn't as it wasn't as family friendly as you one would assume. Yeah, and uh, and it's Nashville's in desperate need of a family friendly. F- like theme park. Yeah, and there's there there's been rumors mm-hmm. in some of the circles that we run with that well Dolly uh, Dolly Parton is opening something here in Nashville. Doesn't surprise me. It's going to be probably like a museum, maybe Which with some cool. attractions. Mm-hmm. There there's been rumors of potentially a expansion of Dollywood. That I've would heard be the even grapevine. better. I don't know if that's going to happen because they probably don't want to compete with their East Tennessee location. Maybe. Uh, mm-hmm. But th- there's also been rumors of a Six Flags. Yeah, which okay. they're okay. Yeah, I mean, I I, um, I always enjoyed going to Six Flags, but yeah, I, I've that's the theme park I've been to the most. Yeah. Six Flags, yeah. that or Knobles, that's a like this lo- local oh, regional okay. Pen- Pennsylvania theme park. Um, Six Flags has always been good. Mm-hmm. It's just it, they they need to step it up. Yeah. So yeah. Storyville Gardens, I think when they launch in the next few years, I think they're going to step it up. So it's just it's it's interesting to see all these things. Uh, Michael, thank you for coming on to the show and talking about some family-friendly acti- activities in Middle Tennessee. I know we just presented a ton of information. Yeah. Um, so you'll be coming back on the show again soon. Uh, let us know in the comments below what are your thoughts on the best family-friendly activities in Middle Tennessee. And uh, we also have this in our show notes. So all the things that we talked about today are in our show notes at NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. You can book your walking tour today at Nash or ExploreTours.com. I'm getting all the websites confused, Michael. <laughs> and uh, ExploreTours.com to book your walking tour today. And we'll be launching that waterfall tour very soon. We are excited for it. Head over to NashvilleDailyPodcast.com and we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Nashville Daily Podcast. If you want to learn more, head to NashvilleDailyPodcast.com. You can also follow us on social media at Explore.Nash on Instagram, Nashville Daily Podcast on YouTube, and Explore.Nash on YouTube as well. The Nashville Daily Podcast is an Explore LLC production, copyright 2023.